And who say to you on Starboard side. You're on the starboard side. Hard starboard. Hello, my fellow Floridians. Welcome to the starboard side. Once again, I am your host, Jake. You all are doing well out there. Uh, we're going to jump right in today because, I, I mean, unfortunately, I'm very disappointed. I'm disappointed because word on the street is that there is this mythical blue wave coming. This wave of uh, Democrat election wins that's going to flip the House in favor of the Democrats. Uh, They're going to take back the Senate and they'll be able to stop any sort of right-leaning Republican or uh, or any measure backed by President Trump whatsoever. And the next two years are going to be just lame duck. That's their plan. That's what they're foreseeing. Uh, and that's what's on its way, according to people on the left. Now, personally, I, I like the notion of the blue wave. I, I like the, the fear-mongering that they're trying to do, the, the hey, we're coming to get you. Because uh, typically, at least, the only way to get a lot of Republican voters out there, now that we always have a strong base, but to really get that extra push, there needs to be something egregious staring at us from the other side, and, and we'll usually rise to the occasion and come out and vote. But the problem is, is that we need somebody to vote for in order to make that happen. And in the case of our Tampa representative for the U.S. House of Representatives, who currently is Kathy Castor, on Friday, the deadline came and went for anyone to oppose her, to run against her. There will be no Republican option. There will be no Libertarian option in 2018 in November to vote against Kathy Castor. I mean, can somebody explain to me what is going on here? It seems like, I mean, Breitbart just broke the story uh, over the weekend that apparently Rosie O'Donnell, uh, she she over-donated to Democrats by changing her name or you know using a different name and using different addresses across to, to make these donations. And now they're talking about this blue wave. And yet, here in Tampa, we can't come up with a single Republican to run against this Kathy Castor. Uh, I mean, this is absolutely insane. Why? What is the reason? You know, in 2016, she won uh, 61%, excuse me, 61.8% of the vote. Now, that's a pretty good margin, no doubt about that. That's not, I mean, it's not like we can't get around that, for Pete's sake. But here we are, you know, nobody representing us. And that's horrible for a number of reasons. And hopefully today I can make you guys and help you understand why, yes, this is a a lower office. Yes, this is just a single U.S. representative, but why this really matters. And it it should be fairly obvious, by the way, uh, you know, just based on this whole blue wave nonsense and and the fact that we need to hang on to as many, uh, you know, representatives in Congress as we can. That's the obvious stuff. Uh, But beyond that, I mean, just this election, just by itself, uh, if we at least had a placeholder, Right, Even if we knew we weren't going to win, even if we were only going to do a half-hearted effort to put somebody in to run against Kathy Castor, at least the, the giant Democratic machine that they just they churn out candidates and they've got so much money thanks to you know donors like Soros and Rosie O'Donnell, apparently. But at the very least, they would have had to divert some resources to this you know, race here in Tampa as opposed to, uh, well, at this point, they don't have to worry about it. So now any of those resources are going to go to a different election and perhaps uh, you know, swing that vote. So 
Just that alone is an important reason why we should have somebody there. But let's just take a look for a minute at Kathy Castor and her her voting record or, or what she stands for. She is, uh, of course, big on the EPA. She's a big environmental uh, regulations person. She wants more, more, more of that. She's wildly anti-gun. By the way, she's anti-gun in a county, in Hillsborough County, that uh, just last week, or uh, was it the week before? I I can't keep it straight anymore. But uh, just recently voted to extend the waiting period to buy a gun from three to five days. So these are real-world practical consequences of not going out and meeting these people in the field right so already uh, there's just a, a simple example she was anti the trump tax cuts she wants to take money out of your pocket that's a given granted for democrats but it's always good to point out uh she is just as plugged into washington politics as any of these other people you see on tv you know you we always talk about the you know the the schumers and the pelosi's and these people She's right up there with them. She's in the same little area. This is a a uh, a marching soldier for the Democratic machine. And we've left our, our gates unguarded. And now she's going to just walk through. And it, it's just, it's very frustrating, folks. Uh, by the way, this is something interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys could guess her salary. It's $175,000 a year. That's her base salary as a U.S. representative. I don't know, maybe that seems appropriate to you guys, but but at the very least, that salary seems like it would be enough incentive for somebody to at least throw their hat into the ring. But again, here we are. She's running unopposed. I right, Real quick, before we, we move off of this and, and close out the show, I did want to take a look uh, at some of her uh, Twitter posts that I found fairly interesting, just to give you, again, a, a better idea of who this woman is who now will run unopposed and will uh, be representing uh, the Tampa Bay area, or Tampa specifically, uh, in the U.S. House of Representatives. So let's take a look at some of those. Okay, here they are. So here are two uh, back-to-back that I just found. Uh, I was going through her Twitter page. And these were posted within, let me see, uh, these were posted within an hour of each other. And so this is just another another great example of why we need to challenge these people, because otherwise they just get, get away with posting BS unchallenged. So in one of these posts, again, that were within, you know, essentially minutes of each other, uh, she posted that uh, women only earn 87 cents for every dollar a man makes. Women need a raise. And then she posts... Women, on average, are paid just 80 cents for every $1 paid to male counterparts. So, which is it? I I mean, I'll give you a hint. Both of these statistics are garbage and BS, and we can get into that another time. But even on her own Twitter feed, on the same day, within minutes of each other, she can't keep the story straight. In one post, it's 80 cents. In one post, it's 87 cents. I mean, if we're splitting hairs here, that's a big difference. So... Uh, you know, uh, there's just another thing. And let's click and see another Twitter post. Oh, this is a great one. So uh, this one says, Outrageous and shameful for Florida Governor Rick Scott and Attorney General uh, Pam Bondi to intentionally cling to discriminatory relic of Jim Crow past on MLK 50. Dr. King fought to overcome voting rights barriers based on race. Scott and Bondi take a swipe at MLK's legacy today of all days. So this was uh, the day of Martin Luther King's assassination. And Governor Scott and Pam Bondi are working to uh, uphold uh, the current standing in which, uh, in, in Florida, if you're convicted of a felony, your voting rights are, are stripped, are taken away from you. Uh, I've, I've had an episode about that. 
um, in the past, and we can kind of go over the reasons. I personally am, am for that that status, uh, but there is a, a contingent of people who are trying to uh, erase that, mostly Democrats, of course, because they want the votes, uh, but they want to restore the voting rights to felons. The ironic thing is that, of course, uh, in this particular post, Kathy Castor is trying to uh, trying to play some sort of race card. But in this, she is implying that restoring voting rights for felons will specifically give the rights back to black people, thereby just assuming that felons are black people or that black people are felons. This is how silly this person is. She is absolutely ridiculous. So... Uh, Hopefully at this point, uh, I've driven home, and, and it should be obvious again, why we need to be paying attention to what is happening in our own backyards. Because Kathy Castor is, I mean, she's a Tampa girl. She she went to a Tampa high school. She graduated from a Florida college. You know, she she's from the area, but she gets her marching orders directly from the DNC, directly from Washington, D.C., where she spends most of her time, and she is a reflection of their agenda. And now we've left the city of Tampa unguarded against those things. And, and, and she comes and, you know, the status is going to stay the same. And we've done nothing to help prevent this blue wave. And I know a lot of you listening aren't actually in Tampa and, and wouldn't have had the chance to, to vote for her anyway. But uh, let this stand as a reminder that there are elections coming up in November that you can vote for and that you should vote in. And so please take the time, and as it gets a little closer, I'll continue to to look at some of the races uh, that are going on and, and hopefully um, educate some of you guys and, and educate myself as well on who some of these people are that we have the opportunities to vote for, uh, and, and we need to get out there and actually vote. So uh, look up who in your area, you know, who, who your representatives are, uh, who they are running against, etc., and, and hopefully we can do our part uh, come November and stop this blue wave from happening. Um, all that being said, we're going to close it out today. But before that, uh, just a brief uh, bit of housekeeping. I'll, I'll be announcing at some point this week, but we, we're going to have a new uh, team member join us here on the Starbird side. Uh, he's not going to be uh, on the podcast necessarily, uh, but th this guy's a, a very talented writer, and he's going to do a lot of help with the with the social media stuff. Uh, so I'm very excited to to welcome him. I'll do more of a uh, a formal announcement when we get it all squared away but but very exciting this thing is growing all the time and, and and again I know that we've been a little absent uh the past couple weeks but it's a building and growing process uh and having this guy on board is actually really going to help uh, me get these podcasts out there and, and and get this information to you guys so uh be on the lookout for that and if you'd like to stay informed about these things uh go to twitter at starboard double underscore side facebook.com slash the starboard side and of course thestarbirdside.com for all the updates there. So uh, thanks again, you guys, very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. This has been The Starbird Side.